All right, guys, this is the John Hollywood Show. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome. If you're coming back for another episode, welcome back. There's one thing I do want to ask of you super quick. But if you find one thing in this episode, just one thing, two things, anything that helps you in this episode, please like, comment, and share. This is a growing brand. All I want to do is help people. And the wider that we can make this, the better. So today's interview is with Jack Cruz. He also goes by Wookie, if you run into him on the street. Um, we're going to take a deeper dive into his positive mindset and how he got there. So I'm super excited about this one. Enjoy the show, and I can't wait to hear your feedback. Today we're going to dive in a little bit more into uh, on the mindset of positivity and how he got there. And, you know, I carry that type of mindset, and I'm really excited to dive in on why he got there because I'm pretty sure it's similar. But I'm ready to get going, and here's Jack. Hey everybody, how's it going? All right. Um, I'm, I'm imagining you saying, hey, I'm doing good, or you know what? <laughs> hey, Life's kind of like I'm blah. doing good. I'm, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you, John. Uh, good, good talk last time with, uh, with Robin. Oh, it's so, so cool to gotta, have your wife here. Well, yeah, I got to wear the gear. Yes. I noticed you're, you're repping your own gear too. We, yes. uh, we discussed that, you know. Okay. Um, that's one thing. What does it say? Right. Lone Star Beer, Whiskey, Lone Star Robin Beer, Shane, whiskey. Honky Tonk, Beer and Candy. Beer candy. Ah, yes. That's a Honky Tonk list right there, brother. You for know. Sure. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the thing with uh, positivity, you know, we, like I said, we, uh, we touched on that last time, but the road that I took to get to my mindset today, it was a dark road. It was, um, I don't find, I don't find myself to be a person that ever gets, this is my, this was my mindset back then. I never found myself to ever get depressed or let things bother me. I lived on the edge of being confident and arrogant. And that's a fine line. You're a man. You're a man. I know it's it's a very fine line, and you can you can tightrope that line for a long time. Uh, sometimes you fall into the realm of being arrogant and narcissistic because you're trying to be so confident and you don't realize it. I've realized that over the years. I so you know, Robin and I. This is our this isn't our first marriage. She's been married before. I've been married before. Mm-hmm. My first marriage. I was very fortunate to have somebody like Robin who would do anything for me and give me the shirt off their back. I didn't see that as much back then. Mm -hmm. And we went through some things. We got pregnant. We lost the baby. That was kind of our demise because we always talked Mm -hmm. up until that point. Mm -hmm. And we always communicated. And people always said, how do you guys have such a great relationship? This is me and my Mm ex-wife. And they said, how do you guys have such a great relationship? They always looked up to us. And then when things didn't work out, it was devastating for so many people, not just us, but for our friends or family, they couldn't understand it. it. It's like when you follow, people follow a celebrity couple and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, they have the best life. And then all of a sudden they're getting divorced. People are like, oh my God, what's happening? This can't be true. And that was us. And, and it split our friends in half. Half of them went with her, half of them went with me. And I hated to see that. But then it made me reflect a lot um, Things that so I did, true, it's so true. Yeah, it happens on a regular basis with a lot of things, like it, it, even with like friend circles. But I mean, keep going with that. Sure, it's it, um, we started growing apart after that whole elephant in the room that we never talked about. Yeah, we would just 
you know, to, to use that analogy, we would throw, we'd just throw blankets on it when he was in the room with us. We never talked about it. You know, we'll just, oh, we'll just cover it up. We'll just put it in the closet and leave it there. We'll sweep it under the rug, so to speak. And that's where we lost that connection that we had. And we, we grew apart, um, unfortunately. Uh, we were married for 13 years. We got married young. She was 18. I was 20 at the time. Yeah. And it was, it was a ride. It was a good, it was a great 10 years we had together. Mm -hmm. We grew up together basically. Mm -hmm. And it, for that to fall apart, it was for so many reasons. Um, I, I myself, I mean, I'll admit it. I had, I had a transgression that I, looked at as if this doesn't work out, I ruined everything that didn't work out. And that just was even more devastating mm -hmm. that I went through all that, tried to do something with someone else, didn't work out. And that for me, I was like, well, I just failed at life. Mm -hmm. And I just, so many things happened. That happened. And then I, uh, I lost my job. And all of a sudden, that confidence level goes way down. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're battling with everything that's going on around you. Not sure. only the relationship, but the, the, your employer. Like, the, I mean, if people <laughs> yeah. run in, people run into employee <laughs> problems, and it's like, yeah, and well, it it was it was devastating. Um, my confidence level just, which was always just redlining. Yeah, was down in the dirt, man. And I didn't know how to handle it. Uh, but I was even through it all. I told myself I can get out of this cause I know myself, mm -hmm. but it was tough. It was really tough. And I got into a few relationships after that, after all that transpired, nothing of substance to me mm -hmm. because I couldn't, for me, I, I was so devastated and heartbroken mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally, uh, it was a, I, I tried to beat it by just running and, and working out as much as I could. Yeah. That only takes you so far. Yeah. Um, some people go towards drinking and drugs. Uh, I chose the other route and it, it I definitely went towards drinking and eating everything <laughs> when I, when I reached a similar point to that and it was like, yeah. what the pizza sounds good. So does a 12 pack of beer. <laughs> oh, believe me, I was doing it all, but I was, I was working out so much. Yeah that all the garbage I was putting in my body didn't matter. So and people were like, man, you look great. I was like, yeah, but I feel like shit. Yeah. And I did. I felt, I, I didn't feel good inside. You feel like you're um, pushing those emotions that you're going through, like all this stuff that's like building up away. I was instead just of addressing pushing them down, man. Yeah. I was pushing them way down. And I had a discussion one night with my ex-wife. We talked and the words that she told me hit home. She said, Jack, I forgave you a long time ago. Ooh, I tell you what, man. How much, how long, how long after like you found yourself, um, you guys were separated, I, I assume. And then you mm -hmm. found yourself in this really deep, dark place. How long did it take for that discussion to happen? Um, six years. Fuck. Six and years. You were battling for six years in that, you know, that really, that dark corner, that, that really unhappy place. That well, for five of that, I was, I was trying to make something work with somebody that was never going to work. Okay. Outside of that, and mm -hmm. it, that's what really caught me up. So after that, a year after that, five-year relationship ended. Mm -hmm. 
I had that discussion with my ex-wife and she opened up and said, I forgave you a long time ago. That hit, she's like, you need to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and you need to move forward. That is my moniker today. Keep moving forward. Yeah. And I, st- it sticks with me. I, um, and like I said earlier in this, I got very fortunate to have two very special people mm-hmm. that have come into my life. I wouldn't say lucky. I'm very fortunate because yeah. something we talked about with Robin, we don't, we don't talk about luck. It, mm-hmm. You're not lucky. You, things happen in your life for your reason because of the things that you do, your actions. Mm-hmm. Now I could look back on that dark time and try to blame somebody else. That was on me. Yeah. Oh, for fucking sure. Yeah, that was totally yeah. on me. Yeah. And I realized that. And that's what's changed my mindset over this period of time that mm-hmm. I don't be selfish, but in turn, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not have toxic people in your life. This is where the more positivity comes into life, the quality of life. Don't have people that are going to drag you down. Hang out with people that not, not are yes men or yes people, but that have positive, you know, affirmations, positive energy. energy, energy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and then that energy becomes a synergy within that group. For sure. Yeah. And you all push each other to, to grow, even though you're not literally saying, Hey, John, man, look, I loved your podcast last night, but you should have done this, this, and this, and yeah. it'd be better. Um, it's not that it's about looking at each other and saying, man, I love that energy. I love that positivity. Mm-hmm. And I try to pass that on to people. When Robin and I met, you know, it was, she was such a happy, positive person. But I told her one day, I said, you were the happiest, negative, happiest, positive, negative person I know. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I said, you're very happy and you're positive about so many things, but you, you go towards things that are so negative and and volatile and toxic. And she, it kind of opened her eyes a little bit and I knew what she was seeing when I told her this because I started to see that when I started to forgive myself and started having more empathy for other people. I yeah. that that blindfold that I had on where I was just paying attention to just my little bubble, mm-hmm. it, it fell off. Mm-hmm. And so when I make my posts daily, um, I know some people roll their eyes at the things I say or post, but I try to be positive. I have a weekly yeah. Yeah. positive post that I put out there on, on social media. And for me, it's, it, I think we talked about this. If it touches yeah. one person, yeah. I don't care if all, I, I don't know, thousands of people that follow me uh, see it and they don't comment or, or like it. I wish they would because I, I want to know what they're thinking. But if one person gets something out of it and says, I look forward to your weekly post, mm-hmm. I needed this today. Mm-hmm. This got me through the day I was having a bad day, man. That hits me. That hits me right in the feels, you know, because it's it's something that we all want. We all want attention as human beings. We all want to feel loved. We all want to have positive feedback about things that we do, things that we feel that we're doing properly. But it's also good to have that constructive criticism in our life. And I think to have your defenses down and take it, say, okay, hey, man, you know what? This is what I'm doing. And if you came to me and said, Jack, man, that's all great. Mm-hmm. Here's some of the things I do that help me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a way of attacking somebody, but it's like, hey, that's awesome. 
I think I'm going to take some of your things and do them, but here's some of the things I do. Use them if you want or not. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to offer people is that there's other ways of doing things that not everybody does just like your body, your body's different. Everybody's yeah. body's different. Yeah. My workout routine may not work for you or your yeah. workout routine may not work for me. We do what we enjoy. Exactly. And Even if it's nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I tell people, find the things that bring you joy and do them over and over. Mm. Your so quality the, of life. I, I want to like take a step back real quick, just because sure. it's, um, one of the things that you brought up really early on was uh, eliminating toxins or eliminating mm. the toxic things. Um, when it comes to eliminating toxic things, one of the things that I always like lived by or I thought about whenever I was in that situation was if it's TV, if it's people, if it's food, if it's drinking, if it doesn't make me feel better after I'm doing it, then I probably shouldn't be doing it. So if I, if I turn on, say, for instance, if somebody turns on this podcast and they don't agree with what I'm saying, they feel bad about something that happened in the episode or one of the other episodes or whatever it may be. If they, if it, they don't like find enjoyment in this, I wouldn't recommend to listen to the next one or to keep like putting myself in the situation to beat myself up, listening to over and over and over. If it's not bringing me joy, like, yeah, but it's, it's realizing early on, like, okay, I started the first episode. Why am I going to continue to barter and like beat myself up? over and over and over and over. If I, if, if I eat something bad and my head feels like I'm, it's in the clouds after I got done eating that, it's probably not good for my body. Let's just think about that. Like, yeah. I just had a bunch of bacon. I feel great. Somebody else might eat bacon. They probably won't feel as good after they're done eating the bacon. I love bacon. Why not? But like, it's, yeah. it's opening our eyes to the respond to how your body is feeling respond it like it's and it, if you if you think about those things and really take the time to understand yourself and and listen to what your body's saying to you if you had a conversation with somebody and you feel really shitty after talking to that person maybe it was just gossip or the cheese may or whatever if, <laughs> if, if you're talking you're talking bad and you get off the phone and you're like man that that sucked why do yeah. i call that person why then I hate to say it, but you probably shouldn't be friends with that person. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt to moonlight somebody and like slowly ease your way out of their life. It's okay. It's like, you're going to find somebody else that makes you happy. That person is going to continue doing what they're doing. And if they can, they love living that negative lifestyle, let them do it. But like people like that being selfish is okay. And like you said, saying no is okay. And people don't really understand like, there's a there's a a point that you need to get to where you really got to prioritize the feelings you're going through. And it's True. like when you're in that deep dark place, I've been somewhere similar after my marriage and I felt like the only solution was like tinderizing the fuck out of every single dating app and going on a ton of dates and yeah. spending all this money on things that didn't matter and then it got to the point where I was like, "Hey, I'm still here in this hole." And this really sucks. <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah. yeah, all right. Time to time to figure <laughs> something else out. Cause this oh, is yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh well, I, I went the other route. I went I went old school. I just I would go out. Uh I did I didn't do any apps. They were out there. Good, but, good. <laughs> um I just 
I, I mean, I just went out and met people and it was, yeah, it was nuts. It wasn't the thing to do. It was, but it, it was a distraction. And yeah. that's what a lot of those things are. When you get in a dark place, distractions don't lead you anywhere. Mm. They're just that they're, they're a temporary distraction that doesn't help you move forward. It just, it keeps you away from the prize that you're trying to get to. And that prize is a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those toxic things are people, like you said, they're friends, they're family. Oh, it's the worst oh, one's family. I don't know that's how I missed tough. that, but that's, that's probably yeah. the hardest thing to address. That is, that is a tough one. Um, I have distanced myself from family that's very negative because you have to look at the point and friends and friends of 20 years. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard. I mean, it really is, but you're not doing them any favors if you continue to enable them. And that's what it boils down to. You continue to enable them to be negative, to be a toxic person to themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to cause any issues with them. So I won't say anything to them about what they're doing. You're not doing yourself uh, any service to, to help them. You're doing yourself a disservice by not helping them be better be better than they were yesterday. So how did, how did you find yourself distancing yourself from your family? How did you do it? Like, what did you um, do to, to kind of like ease back on the reins of that relationship there? Cause I know that's, that's probably like one of the hardest ones. Say it's your parents, yeah. your brothers or your cousins, or like, how would you, how did you kind of ease back on that relationship? Don't, um, I mean, it, it's just a matter of not contacting them anymore. Yeah. And it's sad. It's so sad. Because they're blood, yeah. they're family. And, and you have these happy memories with them at when you were a kid. And I think we have a different mindset when we're younger. We don't see the struggles of adults when we're kids. Well, everything's so, green. It's everything, yeah. Everything's green. Like Instead of like, the grass is always growing in a better way because I'm getting older. And once I hit 21, I'm going to get fucked up. Like, yeah, I can't wait to get to this age. I can't wait yeah, to get to this yeah. age. You're not thinking about what, everybody around you is going through yeah. other than your own little world. Yeah. Oh, Oh, Sally. She said she liked me last week. She doesn't like me this week. Those are the little things, you know, yeah. it's yeah. the the things that you laugh about now. Like, wow, I can't believe I'm worried about that, but you don't have anything when you're a kid and, and you're growing up, you don't have anything to compare it to. Mm-hmm. And your parents are trying to tell you and adults are trying to tell you like, Oh, don't worry about that. And you're like, what do you mean to worry about it? I'm heartbroken. It's, it's horrible. You know, that first breakup that you have, it's, that's devastating to, to a kid. Yeah. You know? The end of the but, world. Especially but you don't realize that's, it's such a minute mm-hmm. point in time mm-hmm. that it's not going to matter anymore. Mm-hmm. You remember it, but it doesn't seem as devastating as it does to something that's affected you at a later time in your mm-hmm. life. Because you, you kind of prioritize and realize well, this really mattered, but that didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's where it boils down to that positive mindset again. Mm-hmm. What truly matters in your life? You know, when people say, oh, I'll use for instance, you know, people are like, oh man, I love your workout videos that you do or your posts about, you know, staying fit and um, just your daily workouts or you're posting them. Other people are like, man, why do you post that stuff all the time? Like, well, for the people that enjoy it. Yeah. And the people that don't enjoy it, I found out are the people that feel bad about themselves because they're not doing it majority of the time. Not every time, majority of the time. Yes. Now, I tell them, again, we go back to that positive note of why make these positive posts for 
that one person. Mm -hmm. If it's just that one person, mm -hmm. everybody else can see it, roll their eyes or be like, you know what, man, that's awesome. I need to go out and do that. Yeah. I've had, it's 50, 50, really. When you look, when it boils down to it, yeah. you have people that don't enjoy them, but they still look at them, which is funny over and over. Yeah. Both, like it's not just the ones they like go back. It's like, why does Jack? Post yeah. Why does like, Oh my God. John, look, look, why is he posting that again every day? Every day, why does he post that stuff? Like for the people that I enjoy it. it. Yeah, Some other people enjoy it. Like it makes me happy. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. But we talked about that too. About yeah, looking back at our own videos or posts that are positive and saying yeah, because as positive as we are, John, we have our bad days for sure. Yeah, wake up. Some so, days you wake up, you're yeah. like, "Fuck, I don't want to do this." Like, yeah, and it's it's all. What's my motivation today? And when I ask myself that question, I tell myself to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. And that's, for me, that gets me through the day. It's the little cliche things. That sure, people are gonna, it totally it's is. the little cliche things. And it's, it's so simple. But it, yeah. it boils down to like just finding gratitude and finding mm -hmm. that, that I, ha I have it really, I have it really good. I have a roof over my head. I got a car. I got, I got a family. I mean, I'm alive. I got all my limbs. Yeah. I might be wearing glasses, but my eyes still work. Like sure. the, I, finding gratitude, getting up, that little bit of motivation. I'm gonna be better than yesterday. Yeah. I I could help somebody today. That random smile that I gave at to the lady at the grocery store that was wearing a mask that couldn't tell that I was smiling at her because I was wearing a mask too and it looked really creepy looking at her. <laughs> it helped her. It didn't matter. But it's it's that little yeah. bit of gratitude, like just sharing the energy. Sure. It's, yeah. it's, it's so cool to see other people that are like-minded like that and being as, as, I mean, I'm not huge. You, you <laughs> are not huge. You're not a huge celebrity, but yeah. we're an influencer in our own spot. Sure. There's somebody that follows us because like the way that we act makes them feel better. And I tell people that too, everything that you do on a daily basis, stuff you post online, stuff you say to other people, the people that are, there, you may have fans you don't even know about as just a regular everyday Joe, yes. but they're looking at your life that, wow, I want that. Yeah. I want what that person has. Yeah. And that person may think, man, my life sucks. Yeah. But there's always somebody looking up to somebody else. And it's just this progression. Yeah. I mean, I look up to people, but I also try to make things my own. Like I see people post positive things, but a lot of times they'll regurgitate something. And I put it that way because they'll just share it. Yeah. I'm like, you just shared it, but you didn't put it in your own words. Did yeah. you really read it? What did you get out of it? Like you and I may read a book and write a book report. Your yeah. report could be completely, completely different. different than mine. And, you know, I'll, I'll use the Bible, for instance. I yeah. mean, it, it's a book. It's a book that was written by man, an interpretation of things that happened in history. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I grew up Catholic and Catholicism, but I questioned everything. Oh, the nuns hated me. They, I questioned everything. I would get so I would get in such trouble. But <laughs> you're that you know, guy. You are yeah. that guy. They're like because we said so because it's God's word. I'm like, <laughs> but it's a book. Um, but I think if you don't question everything in life, you're just you're you're a sheeple. Yeah. And that, that goes to both ends, whether it's it's religion or politics. Don't just blindly follow something that because it's it's what you were told to follow. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm going to go into this. But uh, hey, 
and, and racism, that's another thing. We're not born with it. We're taught it. We're taught to hate somebody. Oh, I don't like John because he wears glasses. I hate people that wear glasses. Well, who told you that? Oh, my parents, because they have perfect vision. Uh, and they, they don't like the optometrist. I'm like, yeah. what? So those things, it's, it's, it's what we teach others, not just children, but adults. What are we, what are we showing with our actions and our words, mm-hmm. our posts on social media? Like you said before, you're, you're very thankful for the things that you have. I'm thankful that I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm thankful that I have a home office. I have a, a beautiful wife that I get along with, which, you know, that, having People a significant other you get along that. with. People yeah. dream. That's the dream. Like, I couldn't tell you how many times that I've been asked, how did you get to where you're at? Stop fucking looking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When, when I stopped looking and when she stopped looking, we were both, actually, when we met, neither one of us was looking for a relationship. Yeah. Because we had both gone through the marriage and then the relationship after the marriage yeah. that, that just wasn't working. So she took a break for herself. I took a break for myself. Yeah. And then what happens? Boom. <laughs> we, we collided, you know, it was, yeah. it, and it, that's the way it happens. When yeah. you start taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and when you're truly happy with yourself, everything else around you, just, just start shining and it starts becoming golden and, it and it's in the place. It, it really does. It's like, you know, it's like Tetris. It's just like, bloop, 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 bloop. yeah, you prioritize so, your happiness and it, like the things around you just like, this is going to go there. This is going to go there. You're still yeah. going to run into shit that doesn't make sure. you happy. Yeah. Life is not perfect. Respond to that. No, not yeah. at all. And if I would be, I would be completely lying to you if I said, that I'm positive about absolutely everything. There's things that I don't like and I don't enjoy, but I still fucking go do it. Like yeah. there, it, there's a lot of things that it's, it's, hey, just suck it up, get it done, yeah. and then move on. Because in the end, you're not really looking at that thing that you have to do as something that's gonna benefit you. But it, it is, and it, if you don't do it, then it's gonna fucking fall back on you and it's gonna be, oh shit, I was supposed to do that three weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, and that's where, like, I'll use emails and texts and, yeah. and messages that yes. we get. We are so connected as a, as a society. There is no reason for people not to respond to a message right away. Yeah. Other than they don't want to. Yeah. They have not made time for it. I'll get back to that later. Yeah. That That is one thing that really bugs me. Yeah. Uh, one, being a professional in what I do. You know, it, whether it be with technology or with the music business, mm-hmm. I expect the same courtesy I give you. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to contact you, sure, I'll give you 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That's tops, man. If I don't hear from you, okay, you're a bad business person, especially if it's about business. Now it's, it's hard personal. to be dependable on somebody yeah. that's going to respond to you. Like, so you're yeah. leaving money on the table with a conversation, then it's okay, I'm just going to take my money back and give it to somebody else. Exactly. And it's the same, that same concept goes with our friends and family. Yeah. We make time for the things we want to make time for. And that's what it boils down to. So if somebody doesn't respond to you a message, they're not making time for you. Yeah. They prioritized you on the back burner for whatever reasons. 
sometimes don't take it personally if it's per, if it's per, you know if it's a relationship yeah, yeah other than if it's a, you're dating somebody i mean that's another thing. that's a red flag obviously um hey okay they don't want to talk to me you might yeah, be number four number five or <laughs> exactly they forgot to get back to me because they responded to the other three um so <laughs> yeah things like that it's it's don't sometimes you have to take a step back and say okay is it worth my time continuing to contact this this is the toxic yeah. part i'm yeah. talking about yeah. to continue to contact this person and enable them to only bring me into their life when they want to, yes. when they feel they have time for me. Yeah. Don't do that. You're not, you're doing yourself again, a disservice. If you allow that to happen, make time for the people that make time for you. Yeah. Reach out to the people. And there are people that I reach out to that I don't hear from a lot. It's because they may have gotten me through a dark time. Mm-hmm. And I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. So I continue to reach out to those people. When I think about somebody, I reach out to them. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Even if it's not even a phone call, it's just a message. I think everybody's got that one friend. I think yeah. everybody's got at least one or two friends where it's like, I haven't talked to you in three months, but the second I text you, you're going to text me back within the hour, most likely sure. if you're not busy, yet busy, how life happens, I understand. <laughs> but it's like you pick up exactly where you left off. Yeah. As, but it... I have a few of those and I reach out to them whenever I think, think about them. And then they reach out to me whenever they think about me or they're going through stuff. A good buddy of mine reached out the other day. He was fucking crying. And I was like, okay, let's look at this situation that you're in real quick. Let's slow down because we're, you're going a thousand miles an hour. You're crying and I'm here to support you. I don't want you to be in that place anymore. Mm-hmm. let's think about this. So what happened? What is it doing to affect your life right this second? Okay. It was three days ago. It's still affecting you three days from now and you're fucking crying about it. Did you address it? Cool. Now we're moving on from it. It's gone now. If you can sit there and dwell, it's going to keep you from being productive today. And you're going to be pissed off to yourself tomorrow when you look back at yesterday because you're sitting there thinking about something that happened three days ago. Still, Yeah. It was no longer there. We're not going to dwell anymore. We're going to move on. We're going to have a positive day. We're going to get some fucking work done. Go work out. Go do something. Go punch something. Punch a wall. Punch a punching bag. Get the frustration out. But we're not sitting here thinking about this any longer. It's done. Yeah, it doesn't do you any good. It it poisons your mindset. It poisons your mentality. It it poisons your spirit. Mm -hmm. And it starts to poison you physically. If you continue to let that stuff fester... You know, I've, I've had stuff happen in the music industry with Robin that people tell me, oh, you're not the only, you're not the only people in the music industry. I know this. That's, that's obvious. I mean, it's Austin, Texas. Exactly. Austin, Texas. Your neighbor <laughs> you know, is probably a musician. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of, I kind of use my, I haven't been in that, in it that long, but mm-hmm. I've been in business a long time. Yeah. So I know how to do business. I know how to make sure I'm communicating properly. And if I mess up, I own it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, that was my fault. I apologize. Let's make it right. I don't make excuses. So those are the things. There you go. Yep. You have to own it. And, and onus is a big thing for a lot of people, whether they choose to do it or they don't. So many people like to blame bad things that happen to them on everybody else. 
but you have control over that situation. Mm -hmm. You have control in what direction you can go. If something's going very, very badly and you're continuing to go that direction, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Change direction. Yeah. Keep moving forward, but change direction. Yeah. Maybe stop, take a look, reassess the situation. And that's what most people don't do. They like, I don't have time to stop. I don't have to, I have to keep going. Yeah, but you're, you're going the, about this the wrong way. You're going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Stop, take a breath, assess what's happening and then move forward. Mm-hmm. But don't go the same way. That's the, you know, again, the definition of insanity, continuing to do the same thing over and over and over exactly the same and expecting different results. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. You have to, you have to change a variable or two yeah. for it, it to even possibly work. Mm-hmm. And, but that's how things get done. You, you, you either learn or you don't. And I, I talk about people's strengths and opportunities to improve, not weaknesses. Yeah. I don't feel that people have a true weakness. I just feel like they're just not well-rounded in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And it's things we can improve on. You know, whether it's uh, um, somebody's look or how they address somebody or how they interact in a crowd you know, there may be people that, Hey, I don't like to be on video, but I'll yeah. talk to you all day long with audio. Super uncomfortable on video. Super yeah. You know, talk, yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know. So, but it's, <laughs> that's going to be, the, the, that's the video. That's the clip I put on YouTube is both of us like this. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's just that it's things that make you uncomfortable. You can either choose to push them down yeah. and not, not, deal with them yeah. and that doesn't do you any good no. or say, you know what, what makes me uncomfortable about this? I don't like the way I look. Okay. What can I change? Maybe I need to do my hair. Maybe I need a tan, you know, it's something, something that you can always improve on something. And it's just, it's your attitude. Again, your mindset, the people you hang out with, Yeah. but it's, we go through all these things in life. And again, we either learn or we don't. It's, it's about enduring so many things before we can accomplish what we want. And, you know, we, we don't accomplish great things without enduring things. So I was, it, I was reading something the other day. It was um, even the strongest man was weak at one point. So it's like, if you think about it, Mr. Olympia, I don't know if you guys, what Mr. Olympia is the biggest fucking muscular guy, but it's all like, it's, you know, like a, a statue of body of work. That guy had devoted so much time to working out, but at one point he didn't come out as mom with huge muscles. He was probably scrawny, a little kid, but he got to that point where he's like, I'm going to devote myself to doing this and working out and building muscle and growing. But like it's, it's, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the time to build the muscle. The smartest man didn't gr- come out, super fucking smart he put in the work he educated himself and then he got to that point where he wanted to be it's about finding that time to put in the work even if it's for yourself put in the put in the work for yourself to make yourself happy if you're depressed if you're super anxious about everything if you're anxious about being in an uncomfortable situation i bet when you continue to put yourself in that situation it's going to change and it's be you're not going to be so terribly anxious all the time yeah. I mean, that's a good segue to just what we're talking about. Yeah. Both of us have not always been this positive. No, no. It, it, it was, it was a journey to get here. Yeah. And a, a lot of it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, 
dark times that, so I feel I have empathy for people. I think that's going through what I went through and, and I won't even say going through what I went through, but putting myself what I went through, because that's exactly what happened. I put myself through that situation. So I take, I take onus for that and realizing that that makes me have more empathy for people these days. I try, I really, really try to put myself in those other people's shoes. You know, when I see somebody on the street begging for money, I think to myself, where did their life go wrong? Mm -hmm. Where did they give up on themselves and did, and where did everybody else give up on them? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what got them to that point? You know, it's things like that. You know, when I see somebody being mean and ugly and, and, and arrogant, what, no, what brought them to that point? No. Yeah, exactly. Like what, what made you go that direction and continue to have that mindset mm -hmm. it, it, blindly, you know, and not, and not even care, not even have any type of conscience that you're hurting the people around you. And, you know, if you're insecurities a, is that person caring? Exactly. I mean, especially if you're a leader, you want to lead by being prideful, but yet having respect from people that look up to you. Mm -hmm. Not, you don't want to intimidate them and scare them. Sure. Some of them are going to be intimidated by you, but that, but sometimes it's a good thing because they're like, man, they're, I look up to them so much. They're awesome. Ooh, I feel so, I feel uncomfortable talking to them, but exhilarated at the same time because they put off such a positive energy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's that intimidation factor that can go, it's a fine line. Again, we talk about being confident and arrogant. Mm -hmm. It's a very fine line. A lot of people will have a pre like pre uh, thought out opinion on the leader, mm -hmm. that, that person. So for instance, let's think about cops. For people, a lot of people, when you're driving your car, you might be going the speed limit. If it's 55, you're going 54. But if a cop gets behind you, you're like, oh, what did I do wrong? They're just driving down the road. Like, but it's, we've all experienced some kind of thing where it put us in that place where, you know, even if I never had been pulled over before, I'm everybody's opinion or thinking or, um, you know, the situations that they've been put in. And I've heard about like, oh man, I'm, I must be get, getting in trouble now. Like just because they're mm -hmm. behind me. It's like, we're so quick to jump to what we think is going to happen instead of what we know is going to happen. Like, yeah, just continue doing what you're doing. You're doing your, if you feel like you're doing the right thing, then it's going to be okay. <laughs> sure. It's uh yeah, it's, it's tough. People do. We do. We, we have pre misconceptions sometimes and, mm -hmm. and it could be, you know, like Rob and I go out and, and run and, and jog and walk around the neighborhood. You know, mm -hmm. it's people that we come across. It's funny when we initially saw them, people were just like, you know, they won't look you in the eye. They're yeah, just like, yeah. and sometimes if I'm not smiling, I know yeah. I, I, I look intimidating. I get it. You're a big you guy. I mean, so I'll just see me walking next to this little blonde and just like, you know, just, I don't know. I don't want face and make it sometimes. So I may look, I may look angry. Face. Yeah. You know, but when I, now the more that we see them and, and you know, I would say hi and I smile yeah. and it's like, they're like, Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. It's, and it's just that familiarity, I think, for a lot of people yeah. And, yeah. and getting to know people. I mean, you know, like yourself, I mean, you're an officer. So yeah. I think Robin mentioned this. She was like, I had no idea. You didn't, you didn't seem like one to me. I'm just now, a guy. I knew, <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were one and it didn't. I mean, I, I had no pre, you know, uh, conceptions about you. It was like, hey, okay, he's a person. 
Yeah. And that's how I look at everybody. Yeah. I don't care. And I've told Robin this, yeah. I don't care who they are. Yeah. I don't care if they're a celebrity. I don't get starstruck. I really don't. I think the only time I got starstruck is when I was hanging out with Eddie Vedder in Hawaii. Damn. And that's, and that's a funny story because I was out there and this is when I was going through stuff with my ex-wife. She actually called me and said, hey, Eddie Vedder's in Honolulu. And she told me where he was staying. And I was like, I'm staying right next door. I was like, I'm oh, going nice. He was sitting at the bar. We sat down. We chatted. That was, that was an experience. Yeah. That, that was the only time I was just like, oh, Eddie Vedder, oh, my God. You know, grew up listening to Pearl Jam. Yeah. That yeah. has, listening to that, you know, music. Music brings back so many memories, either good or bad. That's amazing, though. That's something to be like, you, you can look back on now and be like, man, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I lived that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome, man. You know, I, I think what would have made it even better if we had gone surfing together, but that didn't transpire. I had to, I had to work the next day. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's things like that that you, you got to look at that just take you in a direction of, do I want to look at somebody and be intimidated for whatever yeah. reason? Or do I want to look at this person that they're just that they're another person. They get up in the morning. Sure. They may have a different routine, but they breathe the same air I breathe. Yep. They may not have the same mindset, but they're just a person. So yep. now do I give that other person that I just meet due respect? I do until they give me reason not to. Yeah. So, but even then, reason, even then it's like, if you if you hit that point where like the disrespect is there between the two of yeah. you, then it's time to part ways. Sure, exactly. It's, it's there's no reason there's to hang. No, out. you had no point in us continuing on with this. This is yeah, <laughs> it's not going to end well for either one of us. And I'm yeah. like, it's it's putting me in a place where I don't like to be. So you know what? It was nice to yeah. you. You know, that's about work. Then I have no choice. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've had people that I've worked with that I've had. I've had higher ups. I've had yeah. supervisors. That I'm like, we don't get along. Yeah. I need to move on from this yeah. into a different area. And I've done that. Yeah. I've had, the, I've had supervisors try to keep me. They're like, I'm not, a, I'm not going to allow it. I'm like, well, I, I'm going to make sure it happens because yeah. now I feel like you're just being spiteful and this isn't going to, again, not end well for either one of us. Yeah. Things are going to get ugly. I kind of look at it this way. There's, and this sounds very narcissistic, but, there's alphas and there's betas. Alphas recognize alphas. Mm-hmm. Betas that want to be alphas usually cause a lot of trouble <laughs> because they have they, they poking the bear. <laughs> you know they have they have a, a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and, and it's just because they always feel like they're not getting the respect that they're due. But when you respect yourself, mm-hmm. others will respect you more. I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's if you don't respect yourself, you're not happy with yourself. Other people are going to see that. They're going to, you're going to put off that energy, that negative energy. And people will be like, oh, this guy's arrogant. I can't believe. How did this guy get where he's at? This is ridiculous. But there's people in, in high positions that are betas, that they have that chip on their shoulder. Yep. And it's just ridiculous. Yep. It, it's, for me, it's very comical to watch because yep. I'm just like, man, they, they took a path that, that they, you know, they got enough stuff on their nose that they have to constantly wipe every day that, that got them to that point. Unfortunately, it's, they went, they took the, the relationship route, the political, the political route, and they sure. got to where they, they are. And it's not saying that whatever they're doing at the top isn't still working, but if yeah. you're hurting the people at the bottom, eventually, if you take out the bottom, everything else is going to fall. So it's like, yeah, instead of like, 
breaking down everybody that's below you, looking at everybody. We're all at the same level. How are we going to make this thing work? Yeah. I'd rather bring all those people that, you know, I may be passing up. Yeah. Not, not by throwing them under the bus or just stepping on them, but say, Hey guys, if you want to come along for this ride, yeah. man, let's go. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather do that. I'd rather yeah. bring as many people with me as possible to that yeah. positive side of things than say, all right, man, catch you later. But if they don't want to come, I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, nice. I'll see you down the road. Maybe that's, that's, what, what, it, that's what it boils down to. That's yeah. what this is. Like this, like as a whole, this is a, this is an information funnel for people mm -hmm. that want to, you know, continue to educate and grow themselves. Sure. On a and, regular and basis. And, and, and I'm glad you're doing this. All, all types of people can relate to this. Every single person can, if, if you just have to open your mind to really accept it and you don't have to like it, but yeah. there's things here that you could take away. Even if you don't like most of it, there's yeah, something I, you could find to take. Exactly. Away. So it's, <laughs> yeah. People aren't going to like everything that, that we've said on this, you know, this, this yeah. sit down that we're having, yeah. but that's okay. If they get, if there's one segment in this that makes them be a better person yeah. to themselves, yeah. to the people around them, yeah. and maybe just change their quality of life. I'm happy with that. You know, Definitely. it's, there's no reason for them not to, we, yeah. we make priority. We prioritize things that we want to do and that we love to do. You know, I always use this when somebody says, man, you know, you know, going back to the working out or doing things that I love, you know, like mm -hmm. going and socializing and networking. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, even when I'm doing that, I'm doing it for when I'm networking is to, Hey, one, build, build my circle of positive people to build that network of, th of possibilities. You know, I've mm -hmm. met so many people where I'm just hanging out and getting to know people just for whatever reason, just blatantly doing it out there, yeah, yeah. talking to strangers at, you know, at Nickel City, they may talk to me or I'll talk to them. And then next thing down the line, I figure out, oh, hey, they work for a venue or they're in the industry as well as, you know, as Robin. All of a sudden we're doing a show together or, or they're, they're asking her to come out and, and play an event. Little things like that happen. Yeah. Or so I find out somebody wants to learn boxing. Oh, hey, will you teach me? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All of a sudden they become a student. I've had that happen so many times. Yeah. So if you close yourself off, you're not going to, you're not going to have these opportunities basically present themselves to you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just in your own little bubble. So it's getting out there and, and putting yourself out there to a point of putting that positive energy out there. Yeah. People are going to see that they're yeah. going to be, they're going to be attracted to it like a moth to a light. They really yeah. are. Yeah. It because it's good. It makes you feel good when you're around a positive person. It it changes your mindset. It changes your attitude. And when you see that person, you got a smile on your face because you're like, man. Or, or when you think about that person, like, man, I had a really good time with that, talking with that person the other day, yeah. or so and so. Yeah. And it does. It, it brings that back a happy memory, a happy feeling. You get endorphins released. It's impactful, it's, for sure. It really is. The, like, so the, the only, one of the situations I would see running into with that is like, for instance, an, an extrovert. If an yeah. extrovert really likes to be around people and then right now they're put in a situation where they had to be, they've been forced inside for however many months now. Sure. Or like an introvert. An introvert is completely happy being alone, but when they're alone for so long or they're going through something they're like 
battling themselves. So yeah. I'm introverted. I really enjoy just my space at home. I'm cool with my family, but there was, there's some things that I'm addressing or I'm, I'm refusing to address because, you know, I'm just a home alone and I'm unhappy and yeah. I'm going to continue thinking about these things and it's going to continue to sit there because I'm not going to address it. But going back to what we were saying earlier, if you address it, you look at it, how is this affecting me? Does it deserve more than 30 seconds of my life? Nope. Fuck it. It's gone. Now yeah. we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's that? Um, this made me think of that show. I watched this whole thing on Netflix with Robin, uh, the Mary Kondo. They're, they're like cleaning out, um, basically taking pieces of, of clothing or, or, or things that you have cluttered and saying, uh -huh. does this make me happy? And, and if it doesn't, do I still need this what? and throwing it out? Yeah. So this, this is a good way to, 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 it's choosing a laugh when she sees minimize, this. yeah, yeah, minimize and create, uh, minimize things that are in your in your living space. Yeah, but I see take that same mindset for your mentality, mm -hmm. for your thoughts, for your the people around you. Mm -hmm. You know, does this person make me happy? Does doing this make me happy? You were talking about this earlier mm -hmm. about you know like bacon. This, bacon's either going to make you feel good or make you feel bad, depending on your you know one your mindset two your body makeup, if your yeah, body enjoys yeah. it or your body doesn't process it so well. You know, I, I got my training session in earlier. I had some tacos with, I think, bacon and sausage in them with eggs. And hey, man, you know what? I was like Winnie the Pooh over there eating those tacos. Uh, and I feel great. I mean, I yeah. feel energized. Yeah. You know, I got my workout in. I ate those tacos. Those are, my body's okay with that. So if you can feed positivity to yourself, yeah. mentally and spiritually, you know, whatever you're, however you want to take it in, that's going to make you feel better. Listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen yep. to like the way that it, and it will continue to go back there. Like if I'm talking to somebody, if at the end of the conversation, talking to that person, and I don't listen to the way that I'm feeling, then yeah. like, we're just going to be uh, continue to be unhappy. Sure. I mean, there's, I've seen and heard of life coaches that don't even have their own life. Yeah. together but they're out there telling other people how to live their life yeah yeah uh, there's an old adage of those who can can those who can't teach i, I don't like that because <laughs> it's not it's not true it, it's yeah. funny because in yeah. some instances it is yeah. you know you may get and this is gonna sound bad i'll probably get hate mail for this or something but you're good you know I'll just leave your address <laughs> <laughs> um you know there's there's therapists there's they're again, life coaches that they have their own issues yeah. and they're trying to help other people. Yeah. You know, there's counselors that are like that. So I say to those people that are in those professions, if you don't have your life together, I know it's not, your life's not always going to be perfect. Our lives are not always going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Even when we're trying to be positive. I do as much but, as I can to make it, but yeah, but yeah. make sure you're, make sure you're taking care of your own before you go out and tell yeah. somebody else yeah. how to live their life. Yeah. Um, now, if they're paying you for it, I, I get it. I understand. Hey, it's my client. I got to tell them what they want to hear. That's one thing. But still, you need to have the mindset of, look, they're paying me good money. Yeah. It's just like my, my students that I teach boxing. Am I going to teach them half-ass? Mm -hmm. Am I going to teach them how to, you know, uh, throw, throw a right hook and not properly block, you know, block an incoming shot, a counter yeah. shot. 
Yeah. Or I'm just gonna tell them, oh, uh, you're fine, you're, you're good enough. And then they go out and they get, they try to go and, and box in a match and they get knocked out. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I should have taught you how to how to defend yourself. Keep your hands up, yeah. Yeah, I, I taught you how to, you know, how to be, do offense but no defense. It's the same thing in life. You can tell people, give them the whole package. Don't just give them a little bit of information. Mm-hmm. It's, if you're truly gonna help somebody and you truly wanna help people be positive, Give them examples. Tell them, like, you know, just like we're talking now, you asked me, how did I get to this point of being positive? Mm-hmm. And you as well. I mean, we had to go through things and, and deal with them and, and process them and realize, hey, okay, that's in the past. Mm-hmm. I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. It's no longer an issue. When I run into issues, and whether it's a relationship or whether it's business, and I get angry, I'm just like, God, this isn't working out the way I want to. Is it worth it? What can I do to make this better? Okay, let me change my attitude before I respond. Sure, have I written out emails or, or you know, type something up and want to hit send? Okay, let me sleep on that. Wake, <laughs> yeah. up, you know, yeah. wake up the next morning and I'm all, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. And then again, too, that's text messages and emails are the worst in being interpreted. There's because no somebody, form of emotion in either one of them. No, no. And it, you create your own narrative, basically, yeah, when yeah, you're reading it. Yeah. You're, somebody could be like, hey, man, how's it going? It was great to see you the other day. So I'm worried about you because, and you may read that as, hey, man, yeah, it was great to see you the other day. <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. create your own yeah. for that. And self-talk. It's the exactly. self-talk. Yeah. And so when people read something, you know, they, they say, they put it in their head, depending on how they're feeling. If you're in a good mood and you yeah. read something, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but if you're in a bad mood or, yeah. or you're, you're irritated, like, what do they want now? And then you read it, you're like, why are you being a jerk? You know? Yeah. So in those instances where I get people that don't interpret t- things well, like letters or emails, I want to talk to them either face to face or on the yeah. phone. Like, hey, I want you to hear the inflection in my voice. I have plenty I of those relationships as well, and it's like yeah. you're it, it, understanding who you're talking to. Going yeah. back to the communication thing, because communication is key. Like, whether it's your wife or your your friends or the mm. uh, coworkers, like there's certain coworkers that if you send them a text message, it's probably going to per- be perceived wrong. Mm-hmm. We all have. And it, hey, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm just, I wanted to shoot you a call because I wanted to check in on whatever was, what was going on. Yeah. And it, it what's, it's funny because this is kind of out of left field, but uh, a lot of the guys I work with know I do this. A lot of guys I work with, I had to train. So like they know how I work and train the teams. And yeah. they, they come up to me like, man, I love the idea, but like I'm around you enough at work. <laughs> I don't want to hear your voice anymore <laughs> when I'm not at work. <laughs> but it's like, I get it. I get it. But there's people like this helps people. Although, sure. you know, at work, we have a, a great relationship. We're friends outside of work. Yeah. But you can't, you can't get behind this because, I mean, you don't want to hear me talking anymore. And it, it makes sense. I completely yeah. understand it. That's <laughs> nothing against it either. Like, keep doing you. I'm going to keep doing me. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, no, no. I, I totally get that. It's you know, I, I have I have friends that love being around me more than they. They'll you know, again, this goes back to social media. People get upset if they don't get enough followers or or they don't get a lot of likes. Yeah. 
I really, it really doesn't bother me as long as people are enjoying my content. Yeah. And whether it's my personal content or the content that I put out there for Robin along with her for, you know, for her brand, for her music. Yeah. Hey, now that I really want to see progress, obviously, because it's a business and it's business. a brand. Yeah. So that I want to see interaction. I want yeah. to see people liking it. I want to see yeah. people commenting. Yeah. That I really want. For my own personal, hey man, if you like it, great. If you don't, cool. If, yeah. if you just like looking at my life through a window, basically that's what you're doing, cool. That, that's what people do. That's, that's all shopping. social media is for people yeah. That, yeah. that just, they just look and they don't comment or they don't like. They're just like, oh, oh, how's so-and-so doing? Oh, that's cool. Keep going. You know, they're just checking on everybody, but there's no interaction. And, and for some of that, that's the, the introverts that, you know, they go out every once in a while or don't. I'm, you know, Robin will say I'm, a, I'm a extrovert that I love being around people. I do. I do love being around people, yeah. but I also like my own personal time. Yeah. I really do. There's times that I'll go out for like three, four five days in a row, you know, before all this happened. And yeah. then I don't go out for like three days. I'm just like hermit man, you know, like yeah. I'm just going to be in my cave. I'm going to work out. I'm going to, you know, read some books. I'm going to create content for Robin recharge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, prioritizing your, your own personal well-being. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to oil up and look at myself in the mirror. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> exactly. So it's just that it's, you, you really have whatever to be, makes you happy. Hey man, you know, I, you, there's no judgment coming. <laughs> you know, like put, putting whipped cream in your hair and, and watching ponies. I don't know, man, but hey, Why not? Why whatever, not? whatever works for you, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Do it over, over. Yeah. Now I say that to a point without hurting other people, <laughs> <laughs> do things that make you happy without hurting other people, unless you're getting paid to fight. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So there you go. It's it's uh <laughs> it's funny because I've met like over the last I don't know year and a half two years I've met a lot of people and I have come in contact with a decent amount of people and a lot a lot of the times like when you meet somebody that's got a similar spirit or energy mm -hmm. that what you work with and how you carry yourself on a regular basis they're gonna say something like yeah man, you have such a great energy or oh man I like this is really, I, I have a good feeling about you or like, and it usually continues to carry on with that relationship. Although like there's people that I've run into that we've had that type of conversation. It's really connected. It's you prior prioritizing yourself and then yeah. you kind of move in different directions, but it's, it's the infectious behavior like that. Like that's, it's so good to, just pass the smile or pass that good energy, sure. like continue to pushing it out. Even if it's to somebody that typically doesn't have that, but they'll hopefully turn back and see, man, that was such a good encounter. That was such yeah. a good, good experience with that person. <laughs> and it's like, it's cool watching you work the room. Cause I've been around a few times, whether, whether it was at a show or just hanging out, watching you work the room is it's like, man, where do you, you're a big dude. It's hard <laughs> to lose you. But holy shit, it's easy to lose you. <laughs> Where did Jack go? He was literally right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, my dad used to do that. It's funny enough. My dad is very, 
my dad's like a chameleon. I always remember that as a kid watching him. Yeah. So my family, they used to have a bar and a restaurant down on the east side. Nice. It's uh, Las Casuelas now on on, uh, on Cesar Chavez. Nice. But it was there for 30 years. And I grew yeah. up in that in that business. I grew up in the industry with mm-hmm. that. And so I, when I would see my dad, so my dad worked for UT. And then he'd get off work and then come help my mom in the restaurant. And then he'd go hang out and play pool with the guys, buy numbers and and he'd hang out, but I always saw him, no matter what situation he was in, he became part of that group very yeah. easily. Yeah. And people just, they, they flocked to him. It was very interesting. I, know, I call it the cruise charm, man, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's funny. My niece is the same way. My, my mom makes fun of it because it, it's that like, if I had a kid, my mom said I would have one like my sister. And she told us when we were younger, she was like, you're going to have one like your brother. And my niece is just like me. She, she's very outgoing. That's great though. She's very great. charismatic. Yeah. Uh, it worries me because she, yeah, I mean, she's a female. So I mean, she, and she's beautiful. And I'm just like, teach her how to fight. <laughs> Luckily she's had the same boyfriend for a long time. I'm like, okay, good. You guys stay together. <laughs> so it's Jack's over here cleaning his guns. Yeah, exactly. Mom, hey, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys, yeah, be good, okay? Right. I actually had to talk with them. I made them so uncomfortable. They were oh at, they were at our house, and I was like, "So I just brought it up." Creepy Uncle Jack. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were both. They were mortified. They were mortified. I was like, "Look, we're all adults here." I mean, come on. I was like, I would, it's, it's funny to, to talk to somebody younger than you, especially, you know, when they're teenagers or, yeah. and you're thinking in your head, like, Hey man, I was there. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I understand, you know, you start, you're making out, yeah. you get, things can get out of hand. Just be careful. And they're just like, Ugh. I'm like, just be careful, please. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Yes. You know, but it's, <laughs> again going back to the the charismatic part of it um you know i look back like i said i look back at my dad my and my dad's a very quiet guy like my dad does not say a lot you know like he's just in a normal setting but to see him work the room yeah i mean i got he was like just gliding through there and people are just like jack hey how's it going and a few words but you all know right. yeah but um, so I have the best of both worlds, obviously for me, my mom, my mom is very outgoing. My mom is very talkative, very, very charismatic as well. So I've got both sides of them and that where, that's where the introvert extrovert come into play for me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with this too. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll go, I, you know, I like, I want to see my friends. I want to, you know, want to hug people. I grew up in a very touchy household where we always hugged and kissed each other. Yeah. You know, when we saw each other, when we, when we let, when we would leave, um, if you just want to tell somebody that you love them, I'd be like, Hey mom, I love you. Give her a hug and kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Um, same thing with my dad. I grew up, I saw kids growing up the same age. It got to the point they didn't want to do that in front of their friends. I'm like, I give my mom and my dad a hug and a kiss. And people were like, you still, hug and kiss your parents? Like, yeah. I'm like, they're my parents. I love them. They're taking care of me. Aren't your parents taking care of you? You know, I'm all, I appreciate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were always going to get that from me. So that's the one thing right now that I truly miss 
um, with all this, right? With, you know, with the pandemic going on, because they're at they're they're at a vulnerable age. Um, and the best thing for them is to not be around it, you or anybody else. Like exactly, yeah. They came by yesterday, dropped off some some tortillas, and my mom made some homemade tortillas, and so they came masked up, <laughs> gloves, and so I put my mask on, and yeah. my dad put the bet, you know, gave me the bag, and I'm just like they kept their distance and said hi real quick, but. I cannot tell you John, how much it hurts me not to be able to hold my yeah. parents. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm used to. They're used yeah. to, Yeah, you know, talked to my mom yesterday. I think that's why they came by. Cause yeah. we were talking and uh, I talked to her the previous night, um, two days ago. And she was like, she's like, I really miss hugging you. I miss yeah. your hugs. Yeah. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you made me cry. Mom. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's that it's, uh, and well, that's a, that's a side of a side of you that people wouldn't expect. The front sure. like, that's something like it's what I completely love. It's it's so crazy, <laughs> but it's like when people first look at you, you're a big guy, you're intimidating, yeah. you have a deep voice. We have those things going, and it's like right when they look at you, like, huh? I'm gonna go this way. <laughs> but no, it's like you're you're a big softy. It's okay. You can still beat the shit out of somebody, but there's like yeah. the the affection is there. The the sure. the masculine has its time. The feminine also has its time. It yeah. it's being able to balance those things and maintain the positive outlook, positive personality, positive energy towards people that are around us and towards yourself, making yourself happy. Sure. And it's yeah. it's being able to work like that. And it's it's so hard to really realize that you're in a place where you're not doing that or you're yeah. doing one thing, but not the other thing. And it's finding the balance for all those things, really realizing like, if I'm going to be happy, I need to figure out this, 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 and that. But if I don't figure that out, it's okay. I'm going to continue to working towards what I want. I'm going to continue going this way. Cause if you keep going that way, then you're not going backwards. You're keep moving forward. Even though you might've lost something, there was a victory in that loss. Sure. So it's like, this side I have behind me says, just remember all that you accomplished today. Even if it was a shitty day and you've gotten a bunch of arguments and all the other stuff that might've happened, there's something today that you accomplished. Yeah. One thing, find one thing. Cause you're gotta be grateful for it. Hey, I put my shoes on today. Sure. That, that was yeah. my accomplishment. <laughs> I wish more people would, um, take the time to reflect on their day. Uh, you know, I see so many people post about and talk about I'm having, oh, it was a rough day. It was a bad day. Mm -hmm. I want you to take that day. I want you to dissect it. And I want you to look at every piece of it. Was there no point in time that you enjoyed any part of that day? Mm -hmm. And when they really take a step back and they look at it, like, you know what? Actually, man, the coffee was really good this morning. And I had a good time and I sat there and I thought about happy things. It's simple things. Very you know, like, things. hey, that was a happy part of your day. Mm -hmm. Hang on to that. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like as we get older that are, we think about memories. We think about a lot of things that we went through and that we grew up with and, and we experienced mm -hmm. as, man, that was a good time. There may have been some bad things that happened that day mm -hmm. that you're not remembering, but you're kind of looking at the good things of it all. Your relationship okay. with your parents, the relationship, yeah. the feeling you get with your parents. Like that's, yeah, it goes way back to the beginning. And that's, that's where I go to talk. Parents about. Were, we're not that type of people. 
different type of people. I'm completely fine being 14,000 miles away from them. I'm completely okay with it. Like my dad's not even in the picture. My, my mom is 100% there, but she like different feelings. I I love talking to her, but I got to have my space too, mom. Like, and she understands (laughs) it. My brothers are still at home, but I'm like, I'm the one that, that kind of ran across the country. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's okay. You know, it's, we can't look at somebody else's life and say, Oh, I should, I should be living that way. You know, it's as long as you're truly happy with the way that you're living, that's, that's great. And that's all everybody should really look for having that quality of life that is so high that think about it, John, when, when you have such a high quality of life and everything feels good every day, like you're happy to wake up in the morning, you're happy to go to work. Yeah. You're happy to have that coffee. You're happy to be able to hop on a computer and talk to somebody. Yeah. You're happy to be able to have clothes on your body. And when you look at that, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it just really puts gratitude. things in perspective. Living it really with is. gratitude, for sure, yeah. We have so much, all these, <laughs> seeing people post about, man, I can't wait to get my hair done. I can't wait to get my nails done. Yeah. I can't wait to, you know, to go to the bar. I mean, that's great. And I understand a lot of these businesses that want to get up and running. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have a job and you are too, that Mm -hmm. we continued to work. Mm -hmm. Our businesses didn't shut down. Um, We were essential enough, essential in the eyes of what's happening. Because essential, that whole thing that came about, it's, I get it. There's the frontline workers and all that. That's, And they're doing they're doing awesome, and I respect yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. But for people, they're not looking at the big picture. They're not looking the people that also the people that were able to continue to work. They're not looking at hey, be very grateful. Everything that we have beyond just having a job or or having a house over our, a roof over our head, those are amenities. Mm-hmm. The gym is an amenity. The nail salon is an amenity. A hairstylist is an amenity. It, having a car is an amenity. You know, having a cell Absolutely. phone is an amenity. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are extras. Those are sprinkles on top of your life. It makes life easier. And people, they're so used to it. They're so desensitized that they don't look at this as an extra. They don't look at this as sprinkles. No, it's a necessity. And it's also an opportunity. This is yeah. full of opportunity. Sure. And it, the people that, that were, sadly enough, stuck in a position where they couldn't work, yeah. didn't look at the opportunity that was here. And it's like, you have a phone. You have, most likely you have internet on there. It might be slow, but there's plenty of options. I, had, yeah. I couldn't tell you how many people have reached out to me and said, hey, I'm stressing out. I had, I've lost my job. I was driving for this company. I was bartending at this company. I was doing this. And like, it was the, the entertainment industry, put it that yeah, way. Sure. And the, it was, it was all taken away. And I, I, I had, I have always been that type of guy where I'm going to look for money where I don't have it already. And if I, if I could find money somewhere doing something, I'm going to look for it. Yeah. And, I, they were reaching out to me like, I'm scared, I'm, I'm running out of money, blah, blah, blah. And it was always like, you, you can always cut back on certain things like Netflix and chilling. 
that it might be $10, but that $10 might be that thing that changes whatever you need to get into. There's plenty of websites that current, like where you can make money online and you can do it from here or you could do reviews or you could do this. You could do that. There's options. But if you're dwelling on the fact that you've lost this and stuck and stuck here, we're, we're keeping ourselves from finding the options that are out here. So it's don't dwell. It's going to be okay. We're, we'll figure this out or don't dwell. You're going to figure this out because you're way stronger than the situation you've been put in. Yep. And a lot of people, they don't give themselves enough credit to think yes. that they, they can do something outside of their, their zone, their comfortable zone. Yeah. It's, and that's just it. It's, it's not realizing your full potential. Everybody has yeah. the potential to do anything they want, yeah. but it's just a matter of how they look at it. If it seems too intimidating, so many people don't want to do it. They're just like, well, I, I can't possibly do that. How do you know? Have you tried? Yeah. If we don't fail, we'll never know what we can or cannot do. Okay. Failure is the only way to improve yourself. Accepting failure. Yeah. You have to accept that you're going to go into something that you might fail at. Yeah, you can't be scared of it. No. I mean, it's there's, there's so many things that I've done in my life that – I could have looked at like, ah, oh, man, I don't, I don't want to be a failure at this. Yeah. But when you look at it as if I fail at this, it's okay. Yeah. At, you know, at least if I know that I gave it my all and it didn't work out, Hey man, at least I know there's no ifs, ands, or buts that I didn't give it a try. And I didn't try my hardest to make it work. If you listen to some of the, con the conversations of the richest men in the earth, yeah, anywhere, if they were some kind of entrepreneur and that money wasn't given to them, 99.9% .9 of the time, you're going to hear of 20 to 30 to a hundred different places that they started a business and it failed. But they, instead of sitting on the fact that the timing is wrong, the business failed, the idea sucked, whatever it is, it failed. They figured out something else and then they moved on. And then now they have a hundred different working businesses and they're making millions of dollars. But they didn't sit there and think about the, how they lost their job at Taco Bell. Like, find yeah. options. There's options out there. This is a huge world. We're in a very powerful place. You have the body that you have and the energy that you have and carrying it and being infectious and sharing with people. Like, figure it out. You're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll use the, the Via brothers, you know, the, yeah. the brothers. Yeah. Those guys, you know, we talked about them last time. To go, I even <laughs> saw your post the other day. Like, this guy, this guy, we're talking about pizza on the podcast. Yeah, Two days yeah. later, he's over here eating pizza. I love those guys. Those guys are great. You know, uh, Brandon will even tell you, like, he yeah. couldn't keep a job. Yeah. Now he could have continued to work jobs and, and either get fired or quit, but he didn't. He decided yeah. to go to his brother and say, "Hey, man, we need to do something different. I need to do something different." And what does he have now? They have a huge business yeah. that's doing great. It's very well known. It's like a staple yeah. in Austin now. Staple. So it's just that. It's you can either continue to do the same thing over and over and continue to fail and feel sorry for yourself, or you can change your change your environment, change your goals, yeah. change your mindset yeah. and make something happen. Yeah. It's you know, when when I do stuff for Robin. I don't always get a yes from people. You know, I got people telling me no all the time. I got people looking at me like, who does Jack Cruz think he is coming in <laughs> here asking us to play her music 
when we don't even know who the heck he is. Yeah. He hasn't been in the business that long. Yeah. He hasn't paid his dues. Yeah. You know what? I don't have time to pay my dues. My dues are paid when I'm talking to you. Yeah. That's how I see it. Like we're I'm trying to make things happen. I'm right trying now. to make stuff happen. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm not getting any younger. Let's do it. Yeah. You want you want something fresh and new. Something take a risk. Yeah. That's how I look at it. If, yeah. if you're willing to do it, great. And for all the people that have have helped us along the way, all the people that have said yes, or the people that said no initially, and then saw how hard we we're working, and then said yes, thank you. I got to say it. Thank you. If so, you don't like, ask the question, it's a no. Yeah. And I always tell, um, so I always put it out there. Two things. Ask the question. Know your worth. If you don't know your worth, number one's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it that way that if you're not putting any type of wherewithal or just confidence in your own persona, everybody has their brand. You have your brand. Even before you started this, you had your brand. Yeah. You know, yeah. John was a brand. Jack is a brand. Everybody has their brand they're working on. When you meet somebody new and you're talking to them and they're getting to know you, you're basically selling yourself. Yeah. Because you're, you're trying to sell that person on you. So one, they'll continue to talk to you. Two, they'll like you. And they're doing the same thing. Now, if you don't like what you're hearing you don't, and you don't like the experience, you're not going to go. Great conversation. Nice having you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Great to meet you. Maybe I'll see you again sometime. Oh, you want my number? Oh, man. You know what? Just look me up on social media. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that. It's, um, but you never know. I mean, that that small encounter could be, could open up. That person could be a vein to somebody else. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind. So, you know, treating everybody the same. And I do. I try to build as many relationships. I don't care if you're a janitor working at a business or the COO, I'm going to treat you the same. That's so that's it's crazy you brought that up. So like me, we travel a decent amount, me and Lydia, and I know you guys travel a decent amount, but <clears throat> we're one of those people like we would rather sit at the bar with the bartender. I want to sit there and sit with the bartender because I know that he's not just trying to service us. I know what this guy's he does here and he he enjoys his time here. If yeah. like it's a, a well-known restaurant, he knows what food to get. He knows what to drink because he's going to be making it like he is. We would rather sit and be have a third member of our party with the bartender or fourth or fifth or whoever else is working behind the bar or next to us. So it's like we would rather be just hanging out with everybody instead of like, well, let's just sit at the table and enjoy each other because we're going to enjoy each other way more together at the bar and just doing our thing, talking to everybody, socializing like we're going to enjoy that energy because we, we want it like brush off on other people and continue to like gain a relationship. Part of the experience is with the bartender. Like when we look back at a lot of our trips, it's usually how it went. It was like, we sat at the bar, we had the best food we ever had. We didn't even have to look at the menu and we got awesome drinks, usually free drinks because he's like, yeah, have you tried this liquor? I mean, you're telling me about whiskey. You're telling me about that, this and that and beers. And it's like the conversations there being outgoing is okay or being completely silent, silent as long as you're making yourself happy. Like it's yeah. putting yourself it's, in a situation to be vulnerable, be vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, it is. And it's a, it's a good way to invest in yourself. Yeah. Reaching out to other people and getting to know other people. Yeah. 
doing things outside of the norm. Um, I mean, I love doing that too. I love, I love, you know, whether it's at nickel sitting down and, and, you know, it's, it's barely anybody's in there cause it's, it's in between. And all of a sudden people start packing in, people sit yeah. next to me and they start talking to me. And yeah. so I'm like, Oh, Hey, I see you're drinking some whiskey there. And the same thing. I'm like, you know, like, Hey, look, here's my favorites. Yeah. Why not? Why not here? You know, I'll get a couple of pours yeah. and yeah. I'll try them. And I've built some relationships out of that yeah. business and personal. Yeah. And it's just a matter of sharing your experience with other people, whether yeah. it's, whether it's spirits, whether it's your mindset on things, um, positivity. And I, I guarantee from this, from this alone, like you're going to gain relationships and I'm going to gain relationships. And it's, it's one of those, like people are going to reach out and be like, Hey, I saw your conversation here. You know, well, how did you get there? Yeah. How did like, how, how do you maintain that every day? Like how are, there's got to be one thing that you do on a daily basis that puts you back in that frame of mind when you wake up. And for me, it's being grateful to be where I'm at, being grateful to wake up. Hey, I'm up. I'm able to go to work. I get up early as fuck. I get up at 4 a.m. Some people don't like being morning person, but I don't really have an option. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, at, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm grateful for it. I'm going to cook. I'm going to get my coffee. I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go, go to work. And it's a, I'm grateful to be there. I'm grateful to have these types of relationships. I'm grateful to be with the people I'm at at work, when I'm at home, outside of work. I'm grateful to go walk around. It's just putting yourself back in that like peak mindset when you wake up. And what well, it's it's cool hearing like the peak mindset come from other people too. Yeah, it's you have to recenter. You do. It's yeah. not uh, it's not all uh, you know uh, rainbows and and unicorns. It's it seems to not, be in the marketplace right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> right? T-shirts, koozies, hats. It's all, it's all over the place. All the basic unicorns out there. Yeah, getting that. Um, but again, you know, recentering, it, it, it is. It's being grateful for the things that you have. And I think people get so complacent with the things they have. They don't look at them anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't... From this, people, seriously, look at look in my eyes. And I want you to I want you to look at the things you have around you. Yeah. Your whether it's your car, your TV, yeah. your yeah. pet, yeah. your significant other, your computer, your phone. Those are so many things that you have that other people don't have. Yeah. People I and mean, people living in third world countries, I know. They're not your We have it pretty fucking good in comparison. You know, they're not your problem. They're yeah. not part of your life. They don't it doesn't affect you that's fine if it doesn't affect you, but be grateful for the things that you have. Be grateful for the things that you're, the opportunities you're able to actually go out and get and do yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, there's so many things on a daily basis you can do. We don't actually have a full 24 hours to go out and make the best of our day, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's other things that have to happen. Yeah. Sleep, eat, drink, poop. Yeah. Hopefully you're bathing. Like yeah, hopefully <laughs> at least once a day. <laughs> Ladies, you don't have to wash your hair every day. I get it. <laughs> it's yeah. that dry shampoo. <laughs> I should, you know, I should, should take up some stock in that. Jesus. The Axe body spray, everything. Oh man. Uh, that's how I sanitize. But it, <laughs> it's so, it's so good. Like just seeing and feeling that energy and like being able to like, so when you give something, if you give something to somebody, that feeling that you, when you just get done giving that person something, no matter yeah. what it is, you feel good about it. Why sure. not chase that feeling on a regular basis to give as much as you can, but in 
give it, give as much as you can to other people and give to yourself. It's when you give back to yourself and you recenter and you're really selfish in a good way, you're going to continue to give and give and give and give and give and give give instead of taking from everything. Like, sure. You have to, um, it's that old, uh, take a penny, give a penny. Yeah. Yeah. It, they it still is. have that gas stations too. Sure, so. you know, you, you know, you may need to spray them down, but hey, it's okay. Um, wear a glove, whatever you need to do, but wash your damn hands. Yeah. Um, Don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, God, I choked on a penny once. I made a mistake when I was a kid. I learned that lesson. Don't ever put it in your mouth. It's perfect size to block your esophagus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a story behind that, but you know, I think we're running out of time. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll have to come back to that one. We'll put that, we'll throw that one in the parking lot for next Oh, time. shit. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's so crazy how like an hour and a half runs by. Yeah. That was yeah. quick. Well, that's, like, that's just it. It doesn't feel like it, but no. it's when you have quality conversation and I'll call this that because yeah. it, it is, I mean, we yeah. both have had experiences that are very yeah. similar, but yet different in so many ways, but they put us in the same direction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, positivity and, and moving forward. And that's just what I want everybody to do. Yeah. If you get one message out of this podcast today, please just keep moving forward in a positive direction. For that's sure. all I ask. For sure. See, I mean, it's, it's, it couldn't be, it sounds easy. It's, it's really not. hard, but yeah. it's getting, it's getting used to it. Yep. Get used to being uncomfortable. It'll but feel it, e- easier the more you do it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's that just remembering it on a daily basis. There's things, there's little note cards maybe you have to put around the house. Maybe it's like reading something or putting it on your phone where you have to read it to believe it every day. Yeah. I will do this. I will do that. I will. It's uh, a power statement. Um, and I've gone over that in other episodes and it's just find the way to make yourself happy and then continue to move forward. Yep. Don't sit still. Maybe that day of recharging or hour of recharging, 12 hours of recharging was enough, but you continue to move forward and continue yep. to be happy and spread that love. And it's, I'm turn this on in the car. Just turn it on when you're driving to HEB. I promise within a 10 minute window of however long it takes you to get to HEB, there's going to be something <laughs> that you can find. Yeah. Gem. I agree. But uh, thank you again for letting me have you come on with me, talk with me. We're definitely going to continue, continue doing this, maybe blossom something else out of this. Uh, hey man. Th- this is, this is, you read my mind brother. I don't so know. Man. Awesome. <laughs> and like the, there's just the energy that we have is infectious and it, people will benefit from that. And there's a much greater power that we have that can really benefit so many people. And it's so cool that, that, you know, us just living our lives has created this. So it's, it's so good, but you know, um, I love it. Thank you again. And until next time, stay classy. Thank you guys so much for enjoying the episode. If you found one thing in the episode that helped you, please, I couldn't encourage more like, comment, and share. Let's continue to grow this community and continue helping each other.